0: Let's get real. Who wants to have another surface-level conversation? Not us. I'm Samantha. And I'm Christian, two friends having raw but truth-filled conversations about the messiness of life. So buckle up and don't be shy. Because yep, we're we're going going there. there. And welcome to the most dramatic season of The Bachelor. Going there. Going there. (laughs) Our title is pretty
1: dramatic. About our bachelor, bachelorette, bachelor in paradise, bachelor winter games. What Addiction. am I missing? There was another one. Summer. Summer games. Summer games. Yes. Christian and I have had a journey with the bachelor franchise, but I think we wanted to talk about this today because it actually leads into a much deeper conversation about what we're consuming, what we're watching, how we decide what to watch.
0: Yeah. Yeah, actually, early on in Samantha and I's friendship, we hung out a ton on Monday nights. Yes, watching The Bachelor for sure. As Christian women, used it as a point to a way to build community, hang out with friends, really just like relax we and used to chill have with so people. many and, girls. Yes. in my
1: like condo living room. Oh yeah, it was so
0: fun. Yes, and like the best charcuterie boards. So yeah, those were our Monday nights, and over the last few years. I mean, that's years ago. I mm-hmm. feel like I've been watching The Bachelor probably for, I don't know, eight years, a long time.
1: I vividly remember being a kid and watching my mom and grandma when we lived close to my grandma, like watch it together. And I wasn't really like allowed to watch it, but I would like mm-hmm. kind of see that they yeah. were watching that. And I, I remember that being like the Trista Sutter. Oh, yeah. So wasn't she the first? Yeah, she was the first. Yeah. Well, she was the first bachelor but there was like bachelors yes. before that. Yeah. So I It's actually, like, grown up with us. Oh, yeah. I mean, I
0: for sure watched it in high school. I don't remember junior high. So at least since, like, 2008, which that's a long time. That's, like. A long time. I'm older than you.
1: I didn't start watching it really until I got married, I think. And Justin and I, we would almost justify it like we would watch it together. Justin's my husband and Christian can attest. Like we would have <laughs> probably like 15 girls at my house watching. And then it. Justin. And then Justin would come watch it with us. I remember one year we Justin and I made like a bracket together and we had like bets going on. I mean, we loved the show, both Christian and I. Yeah.
0: And it was fun. Like it did bring a lot of people together and we did get to chat and hang out with friends and just like catch up with people Mm -hmm. too, like between commercials. And so really, I think for a long time, we justified it for, Hey, this is like when we're getting together with these friends and this is when I can bring my non-Christian friends around and we can hang out and we can have a good time.
1: Yeah. And if you're still doing that, all precursor with, this is our experiences with it. This is to kind of have you think more critically about what you're consuming. I do not think it is wrong to watch a show like The Bachelor if you feel good about watching it at all. And honestly, I don't think until I heard the 10-Minute Bible podcast from Keith and Patrick, that's another awesome podcast through our church, if you're looking for kind of really topical Bible study type podcast Is that how you would explain it?
0: Yeah, for sure. A devotional podcast. Most of them are around 10 minutes. Yes. But a few of them, they dive into anywhere from like... Bible verses to also just like world hot topics, but we will yeah. actually put the link in the show notes just to this podcast if you do want to refer to that one as well. Yeah, it was
1: good. I mean, I think before I heard that podcast, yeah, I guess you could say like, okay, I could see where this would be problematic. Like, yeah, I wouldn't want one of my friends to go on the show, but I genuinely never thought there was anything wrong with consuming it. I think I would compare it to a lot of other shows that people watch and think it's okay or you can kind of justify things to like, well you know, it's entertainment. These people are choosing to go on. So what if we're sitting around and talking bad about this girl? Like she signed up for that. And so you really can justify a lot of the reasons. But then that podcast, and I want everyone to go listen to it for yourself, like really sobered me to the thinking that when we're letting things like that fill our minds or just like letting that be a part of our routine and our friendships, we're kind of saying it's okay to have this emotional I don't know, like, what did Keith call it in that podcast? Just this emotional battle, and we're sitting around with a giant group of women basically telling each other it's okay to be tearing a girl down for Mm -hmm. a really dumb thing she did
0: yeah no i think the red flag started to appear for me when we were sitting around and we actually have one friend in particular who's like i'm not into the bachelor but i come to literally hang out and she kind of thinks it's dumb and i remember being like you should get into this it's really fun Mm -hmm. but then i think one time she seriously did say like no literally all we are doing is we're watching someone kind of humiliate themselves on tv or just like yeah just like show all of these extreme like really vulnerable emotions and we're literally making fun of her. Like you would never think that's acceptable to do that to someone in real life. You would never think, Oh, like in a restaurant, if you see someone on a first date, you never like walk up to her and be like, Oh my gosh, you look so awkward. Yeah, Like you would never say that. That's so inappropriate. We all know that. So I think the first red flag I saw for myself was like, wait, why am I justifying this when like, yeah, that's not okay. I would never want like my daughter to do that or a friend to do that. I would never tell them to sign up for that.
1: Well, it just mentally puts you in a space that thinking that's okay. And I'm the term that Keith used to really like break my addiction personally was emotional porn. Like, we're kind of inviting this emotional porn into our homes on Monday nights. And he made a really good point not to copy again, like go listen to it, but just where our Christian culture has clearly said that like pornography is wrong. It's bad. It's so damaging. But we kind of watch these shows, a lot of these dating shows that I've loved for years and just kind of think, okay, it's acceptable to like get really attached to this certain person or we're watching people really emotionally tie themselves to a person that they don't even know. And as a culture by us watching it we're saying like that's okay, that's okay. this is entertaining mm-hmm. and if you want to do that that's fine we're really we should be saying like no, this is not healthy. Yeah. This is not good. What is this showing to people? Like, how is this influencing how teenagers or young adults, like or our age girls, like date now?
0: Yeah. Well, that's what I remember talking to a couple of single friends at the time. And we were all talking, like, gosh, this is so sad for how it's teaching people, like, what is acceptable in a dating relationship or what does a dating relationship look like or what do you need to. I mean, you could go all the route, like all the routes, like what job do you need to have to be loved? What physically do you need to look like to be loved? What socially do you need to act like to be loved or known or gain attention? And so I think it teaches all of these things that again, in real life, you would think we would hopefully all see that as a huge red flag. But for some reason, when it's on a screen, we think, oh yeah, that's okay. That's okay for me to like indulge in that. My mom would always say like growing up, And it's kind of a cheesy phrase, but it is true. Like what you put in has to at some point come out. And so like what we put into our minds and into our heads and into our hearts in our thoughts and what we're consuming at some point has to come out. And so like if I think that's okay, of like to date 12 people, then like why would I not think it's okay to date 12 people?
1: Right. To you just know? be casually dating. And maybe that turns into casually like sleeping with a few people that you're dating or even just emotionally like pouring your heart out to multiple people at once. Yeah. I think what happened for me when I heard that podcast, it really hit me hard to cut cold turkey. And I'm not usually a person that would hear something like that and just immediately end it. Like literally that next Monday, I didn't watch like mid season or no, maybe it was the start. Of Whose Claire. season was it? it was, we all want to know. Well, we had. This, to, we, I know, this I know I can't remember. This, I think it was right as Claire see like we had watched the first episode yeah. of Claire's first season, episode of Claire's and then, then we that episode came out and we stopped. And I think what happened for me it was like you know, the Bible talks about completely fleeing from sin. And I think normally I would try to like approach it of like, well, there's some good takeaways from that. I really want to be on guard while I'm watching this. But no, that got me like, no, I just need to stop watching this. And I didn't convince my friends to stop watching it. I didn't like preach about it. But it really started this path for me where I think as Christians, we can kind of get a little relaxed about thinking about what we're consuming, whether that be music or media. We've just kind of justified a lot of shows, movies, anything, books even that can be like very racy, young adult novels that can be like really inappropriate, honestly. We just justify it because we're like, we know right from wrong. We can consume it and be fine. But I think we're actually called to be really critical thinkers about everything we consume
0: And yeah, I just think we need to be doing that more often. And I think like anything, you can say, I'm going to justify this one thing, but I won't go this far. And you'll set another limit for yourself. And just like anything else in life, I mean, it is very clear, like we are not good at setting standards for ourselves and studying like boundaries for ourselves. So those have to be pretty intense. Like we are all people who I say, I want to eat one cookie and I eat four. So like what stops me from saying like, I'm going to read this one book, but then I'm also going to like watch this TV show and watch this show. And then soon I think it's okay to act that way sexually or whatever that may be. I mean, a few of the shows and like, I mean, Samantha and I are having this conversation even in the midst of also like still challenging ourselves. Like we, you know, jokingly call ourselves recovering from Bachelor. But like, we still watch shows. I watch Bravo. (laughs) Oh, dun, dun, dun. I still watch some Bravo. No, yeah. So like, I think though, as Christians, we're called to have a critical eye on those things. And I think it is important that we all kind of like fine tune our ears and eyes to hopefully say like, is this actually breeding good things in my life and in my heart and in my words and how I'm thinking about things or is it not?
1: Yeah, I mean, I even think, you know, okay, so... For everyone, our little bachelor group that used to watch together on Monday nights like kind of slowly transitioned into a really fun book club. A lot of us are in it. It's a lot of just really fun books, not usually Christian books, just kind of fun reads that we get together and discuss. And I love to read and got a recommendation from another girl in the book club. And this book was like, this very very trendy like romanticized version of this woman who had this like yearly one weekend a year affair with this man and it was this like really compelling story it was so great but as I kept reading it I was like I am feeling so icky about this because I'm sitting here thinking like, oh my gosh, this sounds so like chic and cool and the way that they meet up and just like how they go about this. And I was like, I am sitting here thinking that that sounds good. When this is like, no, this man is married. You're also displaying yourself like emotionally, sexually with this man that can't commit to you, won't commit to you over like 28 years of your life. I'm like, it's obviously fiction, but it's like, Why am I convincing myself that this is good? What if I wasn't in a healthy place in my marriage or just with other friends? I know it sounds extreme, guys, but I think that we underestimate how those tiny compromises can lead us into a really weird mindset. And so after that, I did finish the book. And after it was like, you know, I just want to be a little bit more critical if I do have those feelings. And I know it's probably not right for me to be reading that, you know, I'm going to stop in the middle of it because who knows, I could end up talking to a friend who's walking through something similar and I could almost justify
0: things with it sounding maybe like a book or... Yeah. Well, like, I mean, again, it sounds extreme. We're talking kind of in extremes here. But the reality of it is, is like you're a married woman and reading a story of this woman having an affair on her husband with this guy once a weekend, and you're kind of sitting there like romanticizing that idea. Obviously, like, let's hope that doesn't happen. But like in your mind, you're starting to think, oh, that sounds attractive. That sounds something I want to do. Or that sounds like something that is cool. Well, the book glamorizes it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's a scary thing about things like The Bachelor or whatever. They are pretty much like, yeah, glamorizing sin, that is like very apparently wrong in God's word and becoming more like him. And we are sitting here saying, oh, I'm gonna celebrate that. Like I'm going to think that's fun and kind of like build my routine around it.
1: Yeah, and again, I will preface this too with saying like I'm a huge pop culture junkie. I think pop culture is so fun. And I think that it's okay to be involved in different shows and keeping up with like people on these TV shows, reality shows, it's all fine. I'm not saying that you need to like tomorrow Cancel your subscriptions to any service. I think that our goal with this conversation is just to push you to rethink how you're even deciding what to watch and just having those like alerts on of, okay, is this truly making me into the person I want to be and like drawing me closer to Christ? Like, obviously, not everything has to be taking you away from that relationship, but if we're Christians, you know, we're called to be pushed into that. And so, yeah, there's a lot of shows. I mean, Bridgerton, we both kind of have an experience.
0: Yeah. Of that. Yeah. And that's what I think, again, we don't have, I don't think it's a black and white answer. I don't think that we can say like, if you watch this, you can't be a follower of Christ. That's not what we're saying. I think, again, we want to have this conversation because we want all of us, our eyes and ears to be tuned to become more like Christ and all of us to have discernment and wisdom if that is maybe pulling you towards him or maybe pushing you to have a worldview rather than like a god view about those things yes
1: please hear us say that we don't care if you watch these things recently we both have an experience with a very popular show bridgerton which I don't know. It's just a weird example. It is a
0: weird example. A
1: show that I have a lot of Christian friends who watched it. And I'm not judging if you did. I watched, I think, four episodes of it. And my experience was I was hearing all this stuff about it. I think it's when my husband and I had COVID. We were quarantined and we would kind of take turns like going to take naps. And I was watching it and I knew I shouldn't be. Like, I could feel that I shouldn't. I heard people say it got really bad as you went on, just sexually. And I was like, you know what? I love the fashion in this. I love the storyline. It's giving me Gossip Girl vibes. Like, I really kind of was making all these excuses. And I, I knew that I shouldn't be watching it. And my husband walked up and saw a scene. Of course, he walked in in a really bad scene. And he <laughs> looked at me and he was like – really like you're watching this and it revealed what I knew all along which was that I shouldn't be and so I stopped watching
0: well it. but okay truth is you said at first you were mad I he was brought mad up. I was like mad. wait what the heck like why can I not just indulge in mad. this Why you like indulge in other stuff which I actually think is like yeah a really cool thing that like yeah. that's cool that your heart is tuned a little bit to be like you obviously knew it was not right yeah and then he calls you out and your immediate response is anger yeah which I actually think is legit.
1: I know. I mean, I was like, you watch movies and shows that say the F word every five minutes. And why is this wrong? And no, you don't understand. Like this scene's rare. And I'm fast forwarding through because I was, but it's like, it's like, really frequent in that show so again just thinking critically or like if you have that conviction as you're watching something that it's probably not going to like ruin or I know it's not going to ruin your relationship with Christ but is it going to better it like that's the kind of
0: question I think Mm -hmm. you should have yeah I remember I started watching everyone was talking about it I was like oh my gosh this sounds great I want to get into it I hadn't really heard a ton about like the content of it but I just heard it was really good so I was like I'm gonna watch this and I sit down I remember I think my child was sick or something and they were napping so I was like sweet a whole day I'm just I'd never do that really. And so I'm sitting there. I watched probably half of one episode and I was like, oh my gosh, like You're I'm actually terrified. Names. And that, no, and that's not like in a, I do not say that in like a gloating sense to say like, oh, I'm so pure. It's not that at all. I just was honestly shocked that I was like, wait, why is this a thing? Like, why is this okay in some Christian circles to be filling our minds with this? Like, this is not appropriate. And like, same thing you and I had talked about, like Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like another show that like, I think sometimes I'm shocked by the people who watch it because I'm like, I'm confused of how you're justifying that. And I think sometimes it takes someone on the outside to say like, hey, that's actually like not great. Right.
1: I mean, I think it just goes to our point with The Bachelor is like, yeah, watching one or two episodes of something might not seem like a big deal, but you kind of do get clouded in your judgment easily. And so with all of this, I think, again, to go back to our point, we do not think it's wrong or bad or that you're a bad Christian or a bad person if you watch some shows that maybe you shouldn't be. But I think our hope for us even, like I am really challenging myself and I would hope friends in my life would know if I'm starting to just like talk all the time. I mean, This is something else we should mention. We talked about The Bachelor all the time. time.
0: Yes. We listened
1: to, I personally would listen, I was up to like three Bachelor-focused podcasts per week. That's insane. Like the day after, I would listen to them and they would like, you know, while I was doing laundry, I wasn't like, you know well yeah like, and sitting they, down and these like,
0: are like more red flags i remember like sitting there on instagram like i had to check every single contestant's like instagram like at the end of every season like i was constantly on social media trying to like engage with like who they were what were they doing what were they eating like i was like so obsessed with like everything this, they were doing because i was like i know you and now you're my friend and now i'm gonna get to know yeah you. like and no
1: the spoiler it's ridiculous uh, spoiler account's like part of yes, our roles. reality steve guys Part of our roles for like our bachelor group that we used to watch together was like we all spoiled it because we thought that was like the fun way to watch. And so we would constantly be, did you see this theory? Did you see yes. what this account saying? I mean, it was kind of crazy, actually. Yeah,
0: but then when you look at it, like when you take a step back and kind of look from like a thousand foot view, you're like, wait, that actually was like breeding nothing but an obsession of actual like sin and like nothing that's bringing me closer to Jesus. I may be growing in friendship with these other girls who are watching alongside me, but it's not a friendship that's going to hold me accountable. It's not a friendship that's going to challenge me to become more like Christ. Maybe like other parts of our friendship do that. But the most like the thing we're talking the most about is not.
1: Yeah. And like, I think we saw that whole group pivot into something that is more life giving. And we still find ways to see those people that we used to watch the show with in a way that feels A lot more freeing than being so attached to a show.
0: Yeah. So again, I mean, we don't have this figured out, but we want to have a conversation because we know it's easy to just get yourself trapped into consuming something that may not be great for you. So maybe think about a few of those red flags, maybe ask a friend or ask your spouse or ask, you know, your roommate kind of like, where do you see maybe me tending towards, or do I have a good attitude when I'm consuming a lot of this? Or where do you see a lot of my time going? Maybe those are some good questions to ask to, again, just really dive deep and have some wisdom about what it looks like for you to become more like Christ and be pursuing the gospel over a worldview of what we see on media.
1: So true. Hey, thanks for going
0: there with us. If you loved what you heard, don't forget to follow along with us at going there, the podcast.
1: And it also means so much to us if you subscribe to our podcast and shared it with a friend. Talk to you soon.